Hi, I'm Father Adam. Welcome to another episode of Encountering the Heart. Personal stories are powerful and young people have great stories that need to be told. I hope these experiences will help you to write your own story. Today, we'll be interviewing Ashley Jones. Ashley is originally from New York and a graduate of Rollins College with a degree in political science. Today, she'll be sharing a little bit of her story. And Ashley, what is it you want us most to receive from your message today? What I hope that people receive when they're hearing me share my story is that evil will happen in this world, but ultimately if we take these things to God in the teachings of the church, that God will show us how He can bring mercy out of really difficult situations and show us how we can love ourselves better and the world better. And that's really the heart and hope that I have that people receive when they hear my story. So Ashley, why don't you just share a little bit about your story and how it's helped you to grow closer to the Lord. So when I was in college, I had a really good friend and he grew up in Coleman, Alabama, which is known as a sundown town, which I didn't know at the time. And a sundown town is basically anytime when it gets dark, um, a person of color specifically people of black heritage, if they're around, they can be arrested, um, they can be assaulted, and it's just kind of something like people just look the other way. Um, wow, so, and this was a recent thing, like it was a sundown town today. Not... It was a sundown town when I was in school. I don't know after wow. everything's happening if it still right. is, but it was known as that. And a couple of friends had told me, oh, he's from a sundown town, you shouldn't be friends with him. But I, that didn't mean anything to me. I never heard of that. So I thought, you know, this person's nice. We run together. We eat lunch together. And then one time we were over dinner and he told me that he had really liked me. And I was kind of surprised by that. And the first thing I thought was like, oh, man, I'm not guarding his heart well. You know, I'm not interested. And then he had said, you know, I can't be with you because you're not white. I need to find someone who's just like you, same personality, everything except white. Because that's the only like person that my family will accept or wow. my town will accept. And it will just be um, really bad if we were together. And I asked him, I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, if you came to my town, like there could be racial violence, not just against you, but also against me. And and then he said, my family already had the scandal of my dad being a big time lawyer and being an alcoholic. And I thought at the time, I'm like, okay, you're comparing my you know, the way I was born to like your dad's sin of alcoholism as being the same in your town's eyes. And that really took me back. And I went back to my dorm room and I just started to pray because um, I knew that there was so much goodness in my friend, but yet very confused at the way he was viewing things. And I just asked God to just reveal to me um, just my worth and human dignity. And I just felt like God was telling me that, you know, he made me specifically this way. Um, with my, you know, diverse ethnicities, um, because that was beautiful and that was good. And that, you know, Satan um, hates, you know, humans. He hates the way that we're made from whether you're black, you're white, Hispanic, Asian, you know, whatever color. And he just wants to point out those divisions. He wants to point yeah. out any way that we might be different. And yeah. that's what he was doing in this person. Exactly. And, and especially because we had so much in common and we were such good friends that, it shows you how evil can just come in and even perverse something that's good and say, you know, you guys really shouldn't even be close, even though scientifically looking at everything else, we, we had every reason to be close. And I remember in that moment, I prayed for him that he would see that all ethnicities were beautiful and good and that they can be embraced and find great joy in them. And just because his family or his culture has taught him 
that, you know, someone's different, they should be looked down upon, they're not equal, not necessarily bad, but they shouldn't be with us, that that's so contrary to the human dignity and what God's trying to do with all of us is which is really unite us um, under him as one. Mm-hmm. He, like Jesus prayed in the garden that we would all be one. Yeah. And, you know, it's just incredible as you're sharing your story. I'm just thinking about the fact that uh, the only thing that separated you mm. was the color of your skin. You said everything else, you were so you were compatible mm. and you got along so well mm-hmm. on every other level. But because of the color of your skin and that's what he focused on, that's what he fixated on mm. was that nothing else like, oh, man, you, you're, you're almost perfect. <laughs> But the color of your skin changes things. And of course, that Jesus doesn't tell us that. That's not his message. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes us, he brings about that perfection in us. Um, and so, yeah, and you sharing about that town uh, and the fact that his father's alcoholism is compared to the way you were born based on the color of your skin. Yeah, what, what, what was it like for you to hear that? It was completely shocking. I think it just, I think because I considered him a friend, I considered it someone who was going to will my good, who would, you know, be there for me in the foxhole. I didn't consider him in a romantic way, but I just would not have expected him to compare, you know, the way that I was made to something that literally destroyed his family um, that led to the uh, the domestic violence against his mother, mother as almost in the, in the same lens. It was difficult. I mean, because we had done Bible studies together. We had read scripture together. We had went to church together. And I saw him experience the goodness of God and the joy of God and mess up and acts of forgiveness to others. So I was, I mean, it was just so confusing that he could have that belief, but then yet like experience all these other aspects of God. And he didn't see that there was any conflict. And do you think that he would have considered himself racist? He would not, no, because we actually had a, a follow-up conversation about that, and he came up to me and he said, it was almost like he was a little convicted, because I never brought it up to him again. He said, you know, I'm, I'm not racist. You know, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. And I had a couple friends that I'd shared with at the time about it, and, you know, they kind of agreed with him, and that was also shocking to me. And they were like, you know, well, we're not racist. And I think that's when I realized that sometimes people think, being racist means, you know, being violent towards someone of color, um, like trying to intentionally like deny them a job. But that's just a violent racist, right? you know? But when you think that you are either superior or someone else is inferior, or you don't think that you should have, um, should do life together or be around each other because of someone's color of their skin, because that bothers you in- inherently, um, you're treating that as if, you know, that person like if that race, that color of their skin is a sin. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, if my kid, if I had a child and my kid was rude and nasty, I would be like, I don't want to be around you when you're like this, but that's how they saw race. Right. And they were only comfortable with it in certain contexts. And that goes just so contrary to the gospel message. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for coming in and sharing your story with us. And hopefully this uh, is an eye opener to other people and they're able to tell their own stories. Thank you. Hopefully Ashley's story helped you to reflect on your own experiences and the ways that God wants to encounter you there. 
And now it's your turn to keep telling the story. Thanks for joining us on Encountering the Heart. Until next week, remember that God loves you and he wants to write a great story with your life.